Hello everyone and welcome to episode 25, a brief episode previewing game week 29 and game week 30 of the All In Football Fantasy Premier League show. Taking a little lunch break and I thought I'd put a quick bit of content out there for the up and coming game weeks that are back to back the deadline this Saturday for game week 29 and then the following Friday for game week 30. Game week 29 ends on Thursday and game week 30 starts on the Friday. So very close, very back to back. One of our friends is uh, is also getting married so the amount of time for prep we uh, we have is uh, it's very minimal and we're looking forward to the weekend so um the the, the following weekend so thought i'd uh, do a quick bit of content and uh talk about these before we go on the international break and then we'll come back with a full podcast probably in about two or three weeks time before game week 31 so to review game week 29 let's start off with uh manager of the week our manager of the week this week is Too Many Mendes, apparently, which is an awkward team name, uh, for Paddy Madden, who used his free hit this week. So well done to Paddy, 138 points. James with the captaincy, doing really well. Uh, Mason Mount, Matty Cash with 29 points. Coutinho, some really good picks, even with Fraser on the bench. It could have been even better. Uh, shout out has to go as well to David Byrne with 133 points using his wild card. Let's not talk about the uh, 36 points sat on his bench. But Havertz, captain, really good pick. Um, unfortunate that Dina played and he didn't get Trent off the bench. But overall, yeah, really good week there, 133 points. We saw some really good scores all round this week. It was a bad week, a bad week to have a bad week, um, which uh, yeah sometimes makes sense. Sometimes it's a good week to have a bad week. Um, but the, uh, the the overall top score for this week was 214 points. I think the, the all-time record's 226. So a really high-scoring Double game week this week. So uh, welcome to, uh, well done to everyone who had a good week and got over 100 points in particular. Um, lots of different strategies moving forward. So it was really quite difficult to put together um, a video that was uh, specific to, to everybody. Um, a couple of really quick points that I wanted to make on the uh, free hit. So a couple of the guys who watch this video have got two free hits left. You cannot use them back-to-back game weeks. That's just a thing that needs to be reiterated. You can't use a free hit in 29 and then free hit in game week 30. You can free hit in 29, but then you can't free hit in 30. Again, you can free hit in 30, but you can't in 29. So uh, to be clear, your strategy's got to be really, really, really clear and straightforward. So a lot of us, um, from conversations I've had, are following similar strategies to what I am and, and what the, the podcast team is. Um, and I think Tom and Scott are as well, is trying to avoid the free hit in game week 30 because there's only four fixtures and I think it's quite a low upside to what you would get off the back of using the free hit. So there are two teams this week that free hit, uh, free hit that have a double game week in game week 29 and then also play in game week 30. So those two teams are Arsenal and Spurs. So I'm going to spend a little, little bit of time now analysing the... Um, uh, the guys at Arsenal and Spurs. So first of all, let's look at the fixture ticker. So these guys have uh, West Ham and Aston Villa, double game weeks this week. Spurs have Brighton and Man United. Arsenal have Liverpool and Leicester, both at home. And Spurs are away to Brighton and Man United. Uh, West Ham at home for Spurs in game week 30. Villa away for Arsenal in game week 30. Two not easy fixtures, um, but you never know with these teams. I mean, I know uh, Gerrard's had Villa keep a couple of clean sheets in a row against Southampton and Leeds. Um, but Spurs have looked decent form, but um, West Ham have only conceded one goal to Liverpool and then one goal to Sevilla in the week. So again, they're very unpredictable fixtures in game week 30, which is why we are trying not to use our free hit because I don't think the upside is low. Moving forward from that, game week 31, uh, Newcastle, Aston Villa, 
Brighton and Brentford are the next four, 31, 32, 33 and 34 for Spurs. And then Arsenal have Palace, Brighton, Southampton and then Manchester United in game week 34. Um, both of those teams potentially, I mean, if Southampton get through in the FA Cup, then Arsenal's game against Southampton might be cancelled on uh, in game week 33. Um, but it depends if other ones get fitted in, etc. So it, it, let's not try and concentrate too much on that. We know game week 33 is going to have some doubles and some blanks and obviously some single game weeks as well. Um, and then 36 looks like a big double and 37 needs things fitting in. There's, there's, there's very few weeks actually moving forward where there's um, not going to be at least one team that doubles. In particular, Everton, who have got four fixtures to rearrange, um, and none of them are scheduled to be televised. One's against Burnley, one's against Palace, Leicester, um, and Watford. And only Leicester, out of all of those teams, are actually still in another cup competition to have other commitments moving forward. So Everton's actually could really fall into any free midweek um, <laughs> moving forward. So they're going to have a few double game weeks, but we're not really very enamoured by their assets, even Pickford or, or Gordon. Um, the, the three games, just while we're on that topic, before I continue with Spurs and Arsenal, that are, are, are set to be televised, uh, Sky Sports have got Burnley-Southampton. They've also got Chelsea-Leicester and Liverpool against Manchester United. So those three games, they won't want them to clash with um, uh, Champions League, European football, which means those, those are likely to go into game weeks 33 or 36 for double game weeks for those teams, or that'll be their single game week fixture. Um, so, for example, if Liverpool's fixture in game week 33 is cancelled um, against Aston Villa because they make the FA Cup semi-final, they'll probably play in the midweek after. They probably won't blank that game week. They'll probably play in the midweek after and play Man United. Um, so they'll have a single game week at home against Man U and they'll be 5-1 or whatever. It was 5-0, can't even remember. But I blocked that game from my memory. Uh, so they will play, um, though, in that game week. Anyway. Moving back on from there. So Spurs and Arsenal are teams here which we're more than comfortable in, in, in investing in moving forward. Spurs are showing some really good form, actually. I mean, inconsistent, but good enough form. And Arsenal have been a relatively solid team, probably the favourites for top four right now, as much as that pains me to say, um, moving forward. So they, they seem like good assets. So let's quickly have a look at those guys. So Spurs, um, if you haven't got Harry Kane already, this comes from a lot of time playing FPL over the past five, six, seven years, however long I've played FPL for, quite seriously. When Harry Kane goes on a run, Harry Kane goes on a good run. He, he tends to, he'll get a lot of goals, very short space of time. Um, he's When he's in form, he's on fire. So as we can see from game weeks 23 to 20, 29, so it's just the last six game weeks, I tend to try and take a snapshot of, of the last six. It tends to be relatively um, to regular. I suppose I've played seven games that period of time. Said a maybe one double game week. Um, Harry Kane for Spurs is top for shots. He's had more than double anybody else. Kulazewski second. Um, shots on target, yeah. Um, he's beating Son by two. Son's on target from shots is ridiculous. 10 shots on target from 11 shots for some. Uh, but 23 shots for Kane, 12 on target. 16 in the box. Kulazewski's second with 11 again, which is good. Um, but a lot of those chances haven't been big for Kulazewski. Only one of them has been a big chance, apparently. Um, but Harry Kane, seven big chances um, off uh, 16 uh, shots in the box. And expected goals for Harry Kane of 4.17, and he scored five. So he's just outperforming his XG. And in terms of XGI, 
Again, Harry Kane is top with 6.7, Son with 5.1, and then Kulazewski with 3.2, Doherty with 2.2, Regulon 1.6, and then the rest of the guys are, are beneath them. But let's have a look at uh, actual goal involvement. We're all good at looking at expected stats and potential stats, but actual goal involvements. Um, we've got Harry Kane, who is... Um, he scored five goals in that period of time. Uh, oh, four. Why does that say four? That's, that's an odd one. Um, sorry. Let me just concentrate back on that again. Uh, five goals and one assist. Uh, Son's got three goals, two assists. Kulazewski, two goals and three assists. Doherty with one goal and three assists. So we've got those guys who are uh, head and shoulders above, really, as, as, as a four. I would potentially suggest tripling up on them, uh, at least at least the double up. Uh, ideal world, you'd have Kane and Son, but I just don't really think that that's feasible. Um, if you want to have Trent, you want to have Salah, uh, you want to potentially have like a Coutinho in your team or a Mason Mount or a Havertz. If you want to have Cancelo, you want to get Rudiger in. There's there's not really enough money floating around to get a 10.8 million human son, which is why I do think that a really good backup option for that is Kulazewski. A couple of really key points with Kulazewski is that he has played those six games that Son has played. Um, he has been taken off as a substitute a couple of times, but still he's always played over 60 minutes at this point. Um, he's more shots than Son, goal involvements are up there. Um, and he is Conte's player that Conte has bought in. He's one of those players that he's actually bought. Um, and at 4.7 million cheaper than Son, I think he's a really good option. I've had him in my draft team for a few weeks now and he's performed really, really well. Um, I think he's probably going to be one of my transfers in this week in my fantasy team. The other debate is Doherty. Is he a trap or is he not? Uh, What's the alternative for Spurs? Emerson Royale? He's not delivered, has he? And Doherty is now playing the position that he played at Wolves and delivered a few years ago when he was two years in a row, he was basically a must-have Doherty. So he's got previous here. I know he's slightly outperforming some of his stats, but he is somebody that, for example, if you're free-hitting in game week 30... I'd almost certainly put in my free hit team. Um, if you're looking at transferring in moving forward for this game week, for example, for a Reese James to downgrade, to get some money to afford Harry Kane, um, I'm not going to I'm not going to turn anyone off that idea at all. Um, Doherty is definitely someone I'm considering again for uh, for Reese James this week. So I won't be surprised to see him in my team. I don't think he's a trap. Is the short answer. I think he's somebody who's a genuine option moving forward. And at 4.7 million, you can't complain. Um, Harry Kane's a must-have for me at the moment. So if you're going to have three of them, obviously I'd rather have Kane, Son and Doherty. But I think realistically, you'll end up with Kane, Kulazewski and Doherty or Son, Kulazewski and Doherty. Um, and I, you probably won't have Son and Kulazewski because you're not going to take up two midfield slots with two Spurs players. Anyway, I'm waffling on now. Arsenal. Your top player, Saka. Relatively straightforward again um, in terms of shots. He's second only to Lacazette. He's had more shots on target than anybody else. He's had his second for shots in the box again uh, to Lacazette. Those two are the um, the main the main threats. He's second as well to uh, Lacazette in terms of XGI, so expected goal involvement. Um, he has been in terms of point scoring uh, the top player, twenty nine points in those last games. So, uh, Lacazette just behind. 
Um, so Saka is your main midfield choice and your main midfield option. And now, obviously, we know that Martinelli hasn't played as many games, but he's actually only played one game less in the last six game weeks. He only missed one through suspension. So uh, and he hasn't delivered those levels even at five point three. Smith Rowe's only played one, three matches in there, kept uh, one as a substitute. Um, Erdegaard obviously is a backup's fine again. So what I would say is, in at this very moment in time, when you're looking at a lack of striking options, Lacazette seems to be um, somebody who you could consider. I know he's not scored in his last five, and I know we are scraping the barrel for striking options a little bit, but he has got five assists in his last five. Um, expected assists at 1.44 to be fair so he's outperforming that by quite a long way but still he is he is somebody who is delivering some points at this very moment in time and he plays in game week 30 if you are looking again if you're sat there with let's just say Jamie Vardy and uh, I don't know who else would you have up front this very moment in time that's probably a bit of a mistake um Chris Wood isn't a mistake let's just say Chris Wood um, Vardy and Wood if you wanted to then make them into maybe like Lacazette that wouldn't even work let me think about this for a minute uh, if you had too much money up front basically you wanted to release some you could go with Lacazette as an option instead of Vardy to release some funds to spend it on upgrading Son in midfield or maybe even upgrading Kane somewhere else but Lacazette is, is a decent striking option think that one through before you speak Alex uh, Saka uh, for me, at 6.6 million is is a really good solid midfield option. If you haven't got him, look at him this week, double game week, plays in 30, like his fixtures afterwards. In terms of defensive options, Tierney's dropped off the boil a little bit, but doesn't mean to say that he's not going to continue to deliver moving forward. Um, his, his XG at 0.08 has been really quite low. Um, is expected assists at 0.29. Ben White's is, is ahead of that. So um, he's just not really been delivering on the pitch m- most recently. But, you know, Tierney's got it in him to do do good things. Uh, and I wouldn't shy away still from Ramsdale. You know, keep him as a keeper. He's, he's doing doing really quite well. Gabriel and White aren't too bad options, but Gabriel at 5.3 is too expensive. When you can get Tierney at 5.1 and White at 4.5. So to review that, summarise, get, Ke- get Kane, don't mess about. Kane, Saka. They're probably your options. Kulazewski, maybe a Doherty, uh, and then uh, and go from there with it. Um, when you look at the other teams, by the way, who have uh, matches in game week thirty, uh, either side, teams like you know West Ham have okay fixtures. Um, the worst ones we're looking at here are Villa. Now Villa have West Ham this week, which isn't a hard, isn't a hard fixture, isn't an easy fixture. Uh, Arsenal and thirty. Toughish fixture. Then they've got Wolves, Spurs, Liverpool and Leicester. I know Coutinho has been on form. He's done amazing in these last two game weeks. A lot of us have got Jacob Ramsey as someone cheaper. The reason I moved away from Coutinho and went for Ramsey was because in this double game week, I thought Southampton were better than that. Uh, but they've always got a battering in them. That's ours and it was teams right there for you. So I thought that the only game I needed to be scared of was the Leeds game with Coutinho when I had Ramsey to cover and he was going to play, but Coutinho obviously is delivered in both, but I wouldn't get drawn in by him. If I had Coutinho right now, I'd hold him, but I wouldn't buy him. And yeah, going to throw, throw that one out there. See what you think about that one. So yeah, team focuses have been done on those ones. Um, if you are free hitting in game week 30, by the way, uh, then have a look at some of the other teams that are, have double game weeks uh, this week. So I wouldn't look at Everton really. If you are free-hitting, I might go for Pickford. That's about it, because of Newcastle and Wolves, but you never know, I might get some save points. Uh, I wouldn't touch Brighton, Bargepole, Liverpool. You're looking to get rid of James. Robertson's obviously a fantastic other option. If you've got Trent Robertson and Salah this week, then you're uh, you're looking good. 
Um, Newcastle, their fixtures after game week 30, Spurs, Wolves and Leicester, not easy games. I wouldn't be looking to invest at this very moment in time in Newcastle, considering one of their doubles is also against Chelsea away. Um, Everton away, obviously, is an appealing fixture. I'm not selling any this week. I've got Willock. Um, if you've got Fraser, happy days. You've got Wood, happy days. Um, <laughs> but if you if I wouldn't be, yeah, I wouldn't be looking at buying any of them for this game week. Uh, anybody else with double game weeks? That's it for this week, isn't it? For double game weeks. So yeah, the only other option I'd be looking at probably is is, is a Robertson for those teams outside of there. Um, yeah. That's uh, that's that's that covered. Sorry for the uh, for the stutter there. Um, but yeah, that's the that's the that's it for, the, for for that section. I think as well, if you have got a wild card um, right now and, and your team's not amazing, I'd still be looking at taking maybe a minus four this week and a minus four next week to not use it until game week thirty one. The reason being is that there's the FA Cup quarterfinal fixtures in game week thirty, and we'll have a much clearer picture about game weeks thirty three moving forward. Um, and I think that's the uh, yeah, I think that's the, the best thing to do save it and don't don't overuse it so let's have a quick look at the fixtures for this game week um and let me click on that one so the fixtures for this game week so the deadline's 11 o'clock on saturday so 11 o'clock tomorrow starting with brighton and liverpool um let's just quickly box off captain nice and easy go with salah don't mess about um you know, the, the, there are other options this week, potentially. I don't know who they are. Harry Kane, maybe. Um, if you wanted to go for that differential, then you could go for someone like Kane. But it's relatively straightforward that it's Salah this week. In terms of game week 30, it is a little bit more difficult with only the four fixtures. Now, I did have a question today. Is this confirmed? Are any more going to get added? No, this is confirmed. These are the only four fixtures in game week 30. You will not get any more from this. These are the four teams that are going to play, uh, barring, you know, maybe any COVID or anything like that. If, if anything like that happened again, but whatever. These are the four. These are confirmed in all, thing, all things equal. 6.30 on Friday, the 18th of March. Um, that's when the deadline is. Wolves play Leeds. Villa play Arsenal. Leicester play Brentford and Spurs play West Ham. Now, Vardy was the obvious captain option, but he's he's going to be injured now for that game week. And there's not really another outstanding Leicester option. You're not going to captain someone from Brentford. You're not going to captain someone from Wolves. You're not going to captain someone from Leeds. Um, Villa and Arsenal is, is, a, is a very... Who knows what's going to happen in that fixture. If Gerard keeps another, another clean sheet this week, for an example, um, you've got three clean sheets in a row. I mean, I'd be, I'd be tempted to captain Saka, but maybe not after that point. Spurs against West Ham. West Ham again, but have been conceding a few goals. I think what I would do then, because there isn't really any outstanding fixtures here where I would look at that, I would look at form of player. So when I'm looking at form of player, Spurs at home to West Ham, I'd probably look at someone like Harry Kane in the London derby. Um, He would be the outstanding captain option, I would say. But I also think the game, when I talked about, um, we talked about this on the podcast a while ago, about, about gambling and being differential, going for something a little bit different in terms of captaincy pick. This is the sort of game week where you can go with pretty much whoever you want and try to do something a bit different. For example, Leicester against Brentford. If you can guess, correct, who starts between uh, Iheanacho and Daka, well, then that's potentially the best captain option. Um, I've got Daka in my draft team. I've gambled it's going to be him. You don't know, though, do you? I've just gone with him. Uh, because I think that's the potential the the, the burst of it's going to be uh, only because he's played more games in the league recently than that Iheanacho. That's about it. Iheanacho's minutes in the league have been really, really limited. So I would guess Daka. Um, if Madis- Madison is fit, 
don't know, matters like he's my mate. Now, if matters is fit, uh, look at him. You could gamble on Harvey Barnes. Again, minutes are a bit of a, a bit a bit more tricky. Um, but for me, the, the the safer option is someone like Kane, someone like Son. Um, but if you wanted to take that gamble, you could go for a Coutinho. You could go for a Saka. You could go for a Daka. Um, in actual, if you really think he's the person who's going to do it on Madison or Barnes, but really, really wide variety of captain options this week uh, in game week 30. Um, do not get caught out by the deadline. Game week 29 finishes on Thursday with Everton, I think, against Newcastle. And then game week 30 starts on the Friday. There's no gap in between. Uh, so those are those are the, uh, the fixtures for there. I had a couple of other quick questions just to cover off to finish off the podcast. Um, if you have a triple captain left, was one of them that came in, would you use it on Salah this week? Uh, the short answer is yes, I probably would. Uh, I think he's got good fixtures. Um, and I don't really see moving forward when I look at the uh, the fixture difficulty rating chart. Another time when, I mean, Brighton's form's horrendous at the moment. They're probably one of the, the, the worst form teams in the league. Um, so there's not really another time when you're definitely going to be able to use it. I mean, probably the best get double game week potentially is going to be game week 37 when Leicester have got a fixture still to fit in and they're playing Watford as another one. They're almost certainly going to double in 36 or in 37. So maybe, maybe there, but the short answer is yes, I'd use it on Salah and I'd use it this week. Um, so, yes. Is it worth selling Son to fund Kane? I've seen loads of this in the community this week. Um, no, is the short answer for me. I've seen some people say yes on this. Um, uh, Backer from Fantasy Football Hub was saying yes on this one because Kane's in such good form. Um, I'd, I'd say no because I still think Son's numbers look good. Um, I still think he's a top, top player. Um, I wouldn't sell him to, to fund Kane. Um uh, you're shoehorning them both in is quite difficult, but yeah, yeah, it depends who else you could bring in in midfield, I suppose. Uh, and if there's any outstanding midfielder, let's just say, for example, you've got Son and Antonio up top, or Son and Jimenez, or something like that. You could potentially sell Son and Jimenez for Kane and Saka as a as a pairing. They're they're better. You take it a minus four. Still, the short answer is no, but you're not wrong to do it. Yeah, I wouldn't do it, personally. I think Son's got a good haul in him. Uh, I rate Son. Use bench boost now or save for later. Uh, I wouldn't use it this week, even if you even if you um, look like your bench looks all right. Last week was the week to use it if you weren't wildcarding because there was more um, a double game week. So if I'd, a lot of people wildcarded in 26... Um, and if those people bench boosted in 28 and it's turned out that that strategy has been really good, really high scoring game week last week. So, you know, big gutted end at wildcarding in 28, but my team was set up well for 26. So I didn't need to. Um, so wildcarding in 28, wish I'd bench boosted because I got 20 points on the bench, but you can't use two chips in the same week. Uh, um, yeah, I'd save it for save it for later. 33 potentially, if you've still got a wildcard in particular, um, or 36 is when I'm, I'm intending on using it. Um, if so, is Doctor a trap? We've covered that one. Uh, and wildcard now, I'll take a minus four or minus eight to have double game week players. Um, and, uh, and players that play in 30, I, I'd take the minus four, minus eight. I think the wild card now is going to be more valuable to use after game week 30. And what's the minimum, final question, what was the minimum number of players for uh, game week 30 you think is acceptable? I think it depends who those players are. I think the minimum number is eight. That's what I would say. 
Um, but it depends if the, who those players are. And I did a free hit draft for game week 30 before, but, you know, if as long as you've got a playing keeper, you know, Ramsdale, for example, is fine. But Schmeichel or Sarr are probably the two better options, but fine. Cash, Tierney, Doherty, Thomas, Cody, something like that would be a defence. Uh, as long as you've got one or two of those guys, uh, you'd be all right. As long as you've got Kulazewski or Son, as long as you've got a Saka potentially, as long as you've got um, a Ramsey or a Coutinho, again, I think you'd be all right. Um, ideally, you want a Madison or a Barnes, but uh, I don't think they're, they're massively sent. I think they're ideal. Not massively essential, um, and you want Kane. There's loads of other options for strikers like Daki, Inacho, Lacazette, Jimenez, Antonio, Ings, Watkins. I don't know which any of them I'd want. Um, you want all of them, but all none of them. So uh, yeah, that's the uh, the idea. Um, and the uh, the the last last question I had was about a free hit this week. And if you were free hitting this week, uh, then yeah, be tripling up on Spurs, tripling up on Liverpool, tripling up on Arsenal uh, and making sure you don't ignore uh, the good fixtures that Man City have got. Um, I think someone like Kevin De Bruyne might be a, a good player to, to have this week in particular uh, and watch out for Cancelo because I think he's poorly. Anyway, I've gone on for long enough and thank you very much for uh, listening to me. Any questions or queries, fire them over. Most of you listeners have got my phone number anyway. So just uh, send it over. Um, good luck this game week. Don't forget to like the video and subscribe to the channel and please share it uh, Share it about uh, and then also look at our social platforms, All In Football Pod, All In Football P on Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. Hope that's potentially helped give you a little bit of direction um, moving forward and uh, we will see you, hopefully uh, all three of us, uh, moving forward just at the back end of March. Bye for now.